Creating a sustainable business with impact with Patria Lego Field, founder of Coco Rose Eco. Patria is the founder of Coco Rose Eco in the Coco Rose community. She is on a mission to build a well-informed community based around the earth-friendly movement and help female entrepreneurs of eco brands make a bigger impact, create exposure, and make more sales. Patria is a baby... Patria is a busy mum of four young children and a wife to a fly-in, fly-out husband and understands what it's like to be busy. She is proud to gather a community of like-minded business owners who are ready to embrace a more sustainable business and be mentored to help support and guide them to make small steps in the right direction to enhance our planet. Our conversation today covers everything from how to make small sustainable changes in your business to create impact, connecting with your purpose and your passion, being a mumpreneur and handling the biz with four kids, how owning a business in a personal develop is how owning a business is a personal development journey on its own, launching and lessons learnt through running a business during COVID nineteen, creating brand awareness and innovating in times of crisis. Patria is all about supporting conscious business owners who are heart centered and wildly passionate about making a difference in our environment and the future of our planet. Let me introduce you to Patria. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I am so blessed to welcome the beautiful Patria to my podcast episode today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Christine. It's lovely to be here. I'm so glad that you're joining us to talk all about your business and where you're taking it and mum life and business. And there's so many different elements that go into play. So um, for you to be and to be able to achieve what you achieve. So just to get started, would you like to just share with us a little bit of your journey and what it is that you do? Yeah, of course. So my name is Patria. I am the founder of the Coco Rose community or Coco Rose Eco as well. And I am super passionate about helping female eco-entrepreneurs to make a bigger impact on our planet by becoming more visible and making more sales. So I am a very busy person. I have four beautiful children. So I have a 10-year-old, five-year-old, three-year-old, and one-year-old. And I am also the wife to a fly-in, fly-out husband. So I do a lot of solo parenting and I have my business. But I wouldn't change it at all. Amazing, amazing. And I know I see it on, on your stories about how busy you are and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't even have any kids and I don't know how I do it. So <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Um, but I'd love to know what's what stemmed all of this? What made you start Coco Rose? Yeah, of course. So I think like every entrepreneur, it's a bit of a journey. So when um, I've rewinded a little while, so we made the decision to move our family to live in Bali for 12 months, four years ago. And we didn't realize it then, but this literally changed our life. We lived the expat dream of drinking cocktails or a beer, watching the sunset basically every day whilst our children um, played and we come back from there and we, I decided to start a business because that's what you do when you've just got a newborn. 
your third new third child as a newborn. I said, let's start a business. So I started my first business, Coco Rose Interiors, where I started to work with some really beautiful artisans in Indonesia to handcraft some items. And being sustainable and ethical was always one of my values. And that's why I wanted to make sure I had a really clear supply chain. And I was very lucky within the first 12 months, I was nominated for an award for the Osmond Mumpreneur Awards where in the sustainability section. And the really strange thing is, so I can look back on this now, is that I've walked off that plane and I said to my husband, I was like, am I really being sustainable? Like, I'm just making people buy furniture. And interiors I love, I don't get me wrong, I still love it, but there was just something that had planted this seed and I realised that there had to be more than what I was doing by selling furniture. And I, as I said, there's lots of furniture stores out there and I'm not being offensive to them. For me, it just didn't sit with me, my values. So I started to work with some eco um, brands by creating these amazing gift guides when um, for the big seasons like Christmas and Valentine's. And the amazing thing was is that when I started to work with these brands, all my knowledge from my previous business helped me actually um, help them to make sales and they were really um, understanding things easier. And I realised this is this penny dropping. I can actually do something different. I don't have to stay doing my interiors business. So an amazing success with the last gift guide last year. And just from the support of these business owners, I decided to change my whole business. So right now, we um, Coco Rose community is what I've created. I have a mission to help as many eco entrepreneurs just really make an impact because it's our earth. There's what that Facebook mem. There's only there's no planet B. So, um, so that's my passion. Is I'm out here to make <laughs> out here to make an impact on our planet. So important. And I think it's, you know, I think more and more people, thank goodness, are becoming so much more aware of their impact and the way that they're showing up in the world and the impact on the environment. So tell me, why are you so passionate about sustainability? It's just one of my values. I think um, I, I've talked about this with my community members as well, is that when you have a passion and you can have a purpose as well. So the magic happens when you actually combine your passion and your purpose. So my passion is I'm passionate about the environment. I'm passionate about um, leaving a greener footprint. Like I'm one of those mums who have used cloth nappies for all four of my children and I've survived. <laughs> so many people go, oh, it's really hard. How could you use cloth nappies? But I was using it well before it was trendy to use cloth nappies. So that's my passion. And my purpose is to inspire other business owners to be able to create an impact as well. Because like many entrepreneurs, especially eco entrepreneurs, there's that inner, inner talk or that self-doubt. It's like, I'm only one person. Can I really make an impact? Yes, <laughs> you really can. You actually can make an impact if you just change um, a few of your um, ethical elements in your business and get some really nice foundations in there for a more sustainable future. Yeah, absolutely. So then when it comes to the types of businesses that you work with, so what would be your definition around sustainable? It's, there's no clear 100% as in like I've got a checklist and you have to tick everything. It's more the journey. I think all your values have to be based around to being um, working towards the greater good. So you're, you're always on that journey, whether it be in your personal life or in your business as well. There's no one who is 100% ethical. 
but it's more so that you are committed to making changes. So it looks different for every business, but whether you're, if you're a service-based business, perhaps you are, maybe you have a giving back scheme. Maybe you're working really well with um, for pro bono. Maybe you are, have a green office space. Like there's so many different foundations that can go into being a sustainable business. Um, but yeah, you just have to have the right values and ethics to go with it. Yeah, awesome. I love that. And I love that that's not, what's the word, discriminatory or, um, you know, cutting people off with the opportunity like they want to do better. But it's like sometimes there's a a lack of awareness or a lack of knowledge around it. And then it seems so hard, right? So it's like there's this extreme of like, well, for me to be this ethical or for me to be this sustainable, I have to have all of these things in place. And I'm nowhere near that just yet. But yet I love that. It's actually just all about the intention to do better and to have a, to make a difference. Yeah, it's completely true because it's been proven. You've just got to make one change and then you're more likely to make another change and another change. But it, whether, again, even if you're trying to be more sustainable in your home, lots of people go, oh, look, it's too scary. There's too much stuff that I now have to change. So, so they don't do anything. That's why I love um, the Plastic Free um, July campaign because you've just got to change one thing or two things and you can literally keep changing more things because you've become more aware of the situation. Yeah, nice. Awesome. So for you, for the impact that you want to make for your businesses, is there like an ultimate impact or ultimate goal that you're working towards that you'd like to achieve overall? Watch this space. (laughs) Watch this space. So um, part of in the membership, I'm going to be helping the members create an impact page. So I'm fine-tuning what my impact is, but I want to also... Okay, this is my my thought so far. I want to be able to give the opportunity for people to come into my membership who might not be able to uh, be in the financial position to invest in themselves just yet. So I'd love to give that opportunity because there's so many different things when it comes to running a business and you never know which one is really hard. So that's kind of my, like a pay it forward type scheme is my my thoughts. But yeah, watch this space for that one. Mm, Exciting. And I just... (laughs) I think that's one of my favorite things about business is the innovation process that happens. And that if you're always wanting to reinvent yourself and create new things, it's so inspiring and so much fun. What is that your favorite part of business or what, is there a certain element of business that you absolutely love? It's just, do you know what really lights me up is when you can actually see your vision come to life. Any entrepreneur that has this dream or yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. I I actually really love my business. But like what happened, I got a lot of clarity. And I think once you have clarity and you can start to put your foundations into um, physical things, one of my big moments recently is I've just created an actual, um, like a course platform. So I, even though I've been doing all the hard work for the past six months, to see it all to physically come together. And I even sent a little video to my sister. I was like, look, look what I just created. Like, Because as an entrepreneur, you have to be passionate about what you're creating because if you're not passionate you may as well just go back to your nine to five and just work for someone else so yeah i just yeah i think i've lost track of what the actual question was that's okay no, that's <laughs> the creativeness of it is something is something that really lights you up yeah a hundred percent and when you can see um you probably be the same like when you can see people that you're helping they are having those aha moments and then they're moving forward it's just a ripple effect everything like it's like putting that little stone in the middle and all those all the water ripples go out like you're creating something that's so much bigger than you yeah 
Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I agree. <laughs> And I, you, by the sounds of it, you have some cool people in your life that you can be like celebrating your wins with. Has, yeah. there, has there been any major win along the way that you just like, you know, really impacted you to be able to, con- to keep going or that has been a really proud moment? Do you know what? I think just having a business and, and staying in your business is something that we all should be so proud of. I, we're forever learning. Even before we jumped onto here, it's like everything that you do as an entrepreneur, you were forever learning. And Every moment, I take this little second, whether everything turns out exactly how you planned or not, I take a little moment to really ground yourself because everything that you're doing is a step towards the right direction. I know when I had my first um, first webinar, there was a crazy psychotic storm that shut down my internet or my things flew off my walls and then there were still people there waiting for me once I hopped back on and it was kind of like these little like... <sighs> okay, people actually want to hear what I want to say. So every little moment, I think you should celebrate. Yeah. You should be proud of every moment in your business. I totally agree. And I think that that energy, like your passion for creativity and your innovation and all of that and your, and your purpose really shines through in your social media. Like I just love how you share so consistently and you really do show up for your members massively and and even just like, I love how you show the behind the scenes and the kids and all of the things and how you make things work. Is there anything that you've put in place? Like if there's other mums listening to this that they're like, you know, I don't know how you do it with four kids. And is there any kind of strategies that you have that you put in place that really help you be productive and create what you've created? So I have coffee. <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe the odd champagne at the right time of the day. Um, Basically, I, I'm organised. I'm a Virgo. Um, we're talking about human design before, so I am a manifested generator. I've got lots of energy. This is one of my um, my talents that I can do. So when you're passionate about something, I'm lit up and I can work. Um, my biggest thing is that when you are passionate, you still have to make sure you have self-care. This is something that I'm learning. Still learning for the last 12 months, I'd say I'm very, very dedicated to be conscious of my self-care because what happens is people like mums and business owners, we work, 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 and then we kind of forget about ourselves and we go right down the bottom. So we can't fill anyone else's cup up unless our own cup is up. So things that I do, I do meditation every single night. I write in my journal. I have my whole little little spiritual um, element that I do. Sometimes my kids are around me, sometimes they're not. But it's just that little bit. You've got to take time to fill your own cup up first before you can give to your members or give to your customers or give to your clients and be organized. Make the lunch boxes the night before. Don't leave it till the morning. Love that. And, you know, I actually really love the videos that you post on socials when you're doing your journaling and your kids are journaling too. It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) But it's such a good example. It's something that journaling, I'm only new. This is the first year that I've ever really done it. And my daughter on the weekend actually found my journals from grade five. That was the last time I've really journaled and quite different journaling. Um, But it's such a beautiful example for your children. It's something that they now know that when I'm sitting and I have my my chanting and my oils and everything going on, yeah, my daughter Lola, she loves to fish. She just draws little pictures and writes. She can write now, so she's writing. And it's something that I hope that they take on to make sure that they have that little bit of element of self-care because if your children, like they're watching all the time. So I love that they can see that I'm working. Like they, they come to my computer, I catch my three-year-old putting my glasses on and I'm just working like mummy. Like she locks my computer. She does it that often trying to get into the password. But 
it's such a beautiful example you can set for your children. As well as the self-care element, right? Because they're, they're learning the way that you deal with emotions. They're learning the way that you deal with stress. They're learning the way that you handle and strategize and how you do things like, you know, anybody in this world, I'm sure as soon as you either have kids or you're around kids, you hear your parents' voice in your head, like where you discipline, the way that you show up, just it's ingrained in us. And I think that at such early ages, it's so important that you are setting that beautiful, beautiful example for them as well. Yeah, yeah, so important. They they listen to everything. You think they're not listening and they can hear it. And especially now my five-year-old can start to spell words. So I can't even sound things out now because she's starting to pick up. She's like, hang on, let me write this so she can start to sound it out. Um, yeah, it is. It's so important. And when you become a like a mum entrepreneur, you feel I think sometimes you feel like you're you're stretched already, but you find the time when you when you're really passionate about something. You'll find I used to get up at four o'clock in the morning and work for an hour or two before my children wake up. Um, sometimes I work at, late at night when other people aren't um, are asleep or watching The Bachelor or watching something that like my inner heart wants me to watch The Bachelor, but I say <laughs> no and I work. <laughs> yeah, so it's just dedication. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything else that you find really drives you to keep you going? When you can, as I said before, like when you can see your, when you can see your members create, creating something bigger, like one of my beautiful members, Nicole from Soka Australia, she's had so much mainstream media coverage this year and it's doing amazing. She's, her sales have increased because she's got this mainstream media, um, yeah, it just really lights me up when you see your members actually being able to. Another one, Beck, she got her first wholesale account, which is amazing because everyone's at all different stages of business and there's no right or wrong, but every little milestone is a really amazing milestone. I love that. I'm the same, that my clients' wins are my wins, right? Yeah. It's like I want to celebrate them, but it's so exciting when you see that the work that you're putting in is really making such a difference. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It is, it is. And I'm such a firm believer that business in general is like your own personal development journey. It very much shows up like every weakness, every insecurity, every challenge, every fear you've ever had in your life. It just continuously brings that up in your world. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel business has taught you? Oh my gosh, business has changed me as a person, especially 2020. And I've had my astrology chart birth chart done it is in my charts that this year is changing Saturn is here and it's changing my whole life um business and especially when it's your own business it's just an extension of you Mm. so your business is so closely identified to you that when you do your personal development on yourself it impacts your business I um like every entrepreneur when I first launched I didn't feel investing in myself was high on the list I was like no I will buy more products or I'll um, pay for advertising I'll do all this and so I spent the first 18 months not doing much because I just didn't feel that it was important now fast forward a few years I've probably spent more on personal self-development in the past eight months than I have in the past 34 years because it's important and it shows in my business it shows in me and I literally, like, the more I learn, the more I can serve my, my members better. So you would be the same. The more that you invest in yourself, the more that you can help other people. So, yeah, there's one thing that you can get from this. Invest in the coach. Invest in um, anyone that you feel that can help your journey be better because when you do, it will be better. Mm. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And I 
often often talk about how like you've got to value what you're putting out to the world before anybody else will value it and your internal world is or your external world is actually a representation of what's going on internally so if something isn't working that's usually because we have a belief system or an emotion or a fear around it that's actually causing it to not work right and there's even i'm so focused even on energy like um, i imagine you're the same in the way that our energy really impacts the way that our results happen in our business has there been any indication or any um time in your business where you felt like your energy really shifted and impacted your results yeah well as i said like this past this year basically it's completely changed so i've launched a new business and if i compare say where i am this this business this year to the last year it's totally different like I feel different about, like, I have different revenue goals. I have different member goals. I have different, my, our family goals. We've really, we've went through a ceiling. We've got, we've broken through that glass ceiling and we're at the next level. And you'll always have a ceiling. You'll get to the next level and then you'll have another little ceiling to break. But your mindset and all that is so important. Like, I'll share this. So when I was first doing my planning for the membership, mindset was, this is last year, mindset wasn't in it. It was all about the ethical foundations. It was all about all these other, um, like all your email marketing and connecting and really engaging with your audience. Mindset now is the first module. It's completely changed. The more I've learned about how it affects and actually I can see the impact. It's like people have to do this because this is, it actually works. It sounds so silly, but it, it actually, you change your mindset. Once you believe you can make an impact and have a successful, sustainable business, you're going to have a successful and sustainable business. But if you never believe that, you never will. Yeah, you'll always find some reason, some excuse, something will happen. It'll always hold you back because you aren't believing in yourself. I absolutely agree with you. And I mean, you know, you're preaching to the choir because like, <laughs> I do. And that's why I do what I do is because, you know, mindset is the, yeah. is the kicker, right? Like you can have all the strategy, but if there's some reason why you know what you should be doing and you're not doing it, then guess what it is? It's the mindset. <laughs> yeah. So this is why we connect. I love hearing you speak. I love your podcast. It's it's true. Like it's just completely true. But it really feels like you have to have that veil lifted off your eyes to understand that mm. perhaps what you've been doing for the past, however many years, isn't hasn't been really productive or helped you be the better version of you. Both my husband and I are going on this journey this year, and it's this weird, unsettling moment. It's like, what has this all been? Not false, but this has just not been serving me right. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is not helping. Let's change this because we want to be over there now. And you have to have, um, when you change your mindset, as I said, like with your ceiling, you can have different goals. Like we want to be a digital nomad family. We pending COVID vaccination. We want to be living overseas. We want to go in a, two months in the countries overseas every year. And last year, I probably wouldn't have even thought about that. Whereas now, like, you've changed your mindset and it's, why not? Yeah, why not, right? Possibilities just open up and new options become possible. Like, I just, yeah, love that for sure. So, I mean, one, running a business during COVID, entertaining. Um, Two, (laughs) like... Launching during COVID. (laughs) A whole other thing. (laughs) So tell us about your experience with launching throughout COVID. I learned so much. <laughs> I learned, I still have the growth mindset, which was good because I, I had always planned that the date that I was going to be launching and I had, I was working with a beautiful coach and I was like, do we do this? Do we not? And I was like, I'm going to do it. 
And I'm so glad I did because that time that I actually launched, I learned. I'm now at a different stage in my business and I've just closed doors on my first but the official launch and I've learned and changed this. I've changed so much of my membership and I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I had launched and I welcomed in five members when I first launched and me being my overachiever self, I had wanted lots more, but I now realize that that was the number I was meant to have because it helped me get my systems in place. I now got over my own block of having a help. So I now have a VA who helps me and I've got all these amazing systems and I wouldn't have been able to do that unless I had launched in COVID. Yeah. It was a little bit crazy at times because my husband was stuck in Western Australia for three months of the whole launch COVID time. So I wouldn't say that there was definitely easy times, but I just work when my children sleep. That's how I worked it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, <laughs> I want to acknowledge you for stepping forward and doing the launch because a lot of people would have just gone, no, I'm going to wait and just put it on pause. And I think that you know, there's so much to come out of launching that doesn't necessarily have to be specific results. And I think that if you're, you know, okay with being fluid and learning through the process, I believe it actually also then set you up as this person in the industry to go to for eco, right? So it's like, it not only was a learning for you, but it was also an awareness process, right? So it created so much awareness for you and your business through that launching process for people to know who you are and what you do and how you help people. Brand awareness is so much. Like I know whenever you first start a business, sometimes you might just think it's just a logo. I did. When I had my first business, I was like, yeah, you got my logo. Cool. <laughs> and then you realize, no, brand awareness is, and your brand identity, your tone of voice, everything. There is so much more and it's so important. And that launch, it did make me step up. I Since that launch, I started a podcast myself. I've now got a free community for Facebook community. I'm showing up so much more to my emailing list. And I did, I had to step up because I needed a bigger audience and it's COVID and the Instagram and social media stats were like off the scale. So I had to be a bit more noisy because you just have to. And I wouldn't have done that without launching then. Yeah. Oh, so many lessons. And I think that, you know, often we will have these big goals and we have these, you know, intentions of what we want to create and yet, we need to be the one that steps up, right? And it's like, well, if we want these people to be working with us, if we want to, our ideal clients showing up at the door going, yes, we want to work with you, then we have to be the representation of the, or the inspiration for them to go, yes, I have certainty in what they're going to be able to create. And yeah. I think that through launching, like I have the same thing, and even just through COVID is like, okay, so who do you want to be throughout this? And when you look back at this situation, look back at, you know, everything that we've worked through, like if you can run a business through, you know, global pandemic, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll start to look at challenges a little bit differently as you move forward. <laughs> yeah, and like that's the same as every other mum who had was in the same situation. I had no daycare for three months. I had no husband and no daycare for three months. So it's like if you can get through business then, my children now go to daycare three days a week. I'm like, I've got all the time. <laughs> I just up my, my to-do list. But you, you have to just take what it is and you could either – and not like emotions can come and go, but you could either be really sad and not do something or you could just go, okay, this is the way of life for the moment and let's just keep the wheels moving. That's it. We can't change what's going on outside, but we can absolutely change the way that we think about it for sure. For sure. Yeah. Is there anything else that was interesting or surprising that you learnt throughout COVID for yourself? Um, I miss my husband a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> I just think 
it's just like just with your children like how I think because I was so positive about it they just didn't realize or didn't feel that it was anything Mm. they are, are obsessed with antibacterial cream and they just love it now they're like yep cream and they've got this little routine but um yeah I just think if you if your children are watching everything you do so if you can keep maintaining and don't get me wrong there are times when I can feel not as positive but well 90% of the time I feel like I'm quite a positive person and your children pick up on that Mm -hmm. so yeah it just made it become more relevant and you can create so much craft when all the craft stores have run out I have I went through all my craft supplies we are done it's crazy and it was so interesting to see different types of businesses thrive throughout COVID hey like just like craft stores and car service places like (laughs) Really interesting businesses and I was just like wow who would have thought yeah yeah you couldn't buy chalk I made the mistake of using all the chalk up within the first two days of um, lockdown there was no more chalk to buy for months months and months and chalk is great because you could we got it on the on the side path um, and wrote all these beautiful messages because we live um, where people go take their dogs so yeah that was our one afternoon of entertainment for three months all chalk gone then <laughs> And that's how the kids will remember it. It's the 2020, no chalk. <laughs> <laughs> like it also makes you do like we, one of our little craft activities, we've got um, stones. We painted a whole lot of stones and wrote all these really nice messages. And when we took our dog through our bushwalk, we left stones everywhere of all these really nice sort of little inspiring messages. Some of them were just paint splodges, but um, yeah, it just makes you do different things and be more connected to humanity as a whole rather than like, I don't know my neighbor here or I don't know my neighbor here. It's like, we're all here. And we even had one of our neighbors pop a little balloon on with some writing going, oh, thanks for all the messages, girls. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so nice. (laughs) Connection throughout all of that was just so important. So important. And so is there anything else that you do you do find in your business is something that helps keep move you forward? So I know that you're you love to be a part of groups and the, how you support like masterminds and things like that. So how important do you feel it is to align yourself with people who are on a similar path? Yeah, that's your whole business mindset, business, and to have a community. That's what's actually going to make your business thrive. I the only thing about being a mum to four children and no husband, I don't get too many in person networking. Yeah. It's just logistically a little bit hard sometimes. But the community online is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I, um, I'm i in masterminds. I've done a, I was in a local Brisbane mastermind, which was all online. I have a, I was recently did another course and I have a membership and a, sorry, a mastermind out of that. I'm in all sorts of memberships. And the thing is, when you connect with other like-minded people, they just get it. I know, bless my parents, sometimes they don't quite understand what I'm doing or why I'm investing in certain things. And why are you showing these videos online? (laughs) But if they skip past all my business videos, they've already told me that they're only watching for the children. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't post on Facebook anymore, so you've got to watch it. Sorry. Um, They're, oh, I've lost my train of thought. Um, Being a part of all these groups. Yeah. Cut that out. There we go. So, yeah, being part of the group, they just get it. Like there, um, this one particular one, the course that I recently did was a decent investment. And one of the girls in there was couldn't she just her family just couldn't understand what she was creating. And as soon as she posted it into the group to to vent a little bit, we're like, no, we totally get it. That's completely fine. Like this is why you're doing it, and we can see the bigger picture. So 
when you really surround yourself with um, beautiful people and make their connections, like even like with yourself, Christine, like you've come into our membership, I've heard you speak and it's amazing the connections you make. Whereas previously you might not have made those connections if you're just working your in, in an office with, say you're an accountant working with a whole bunch of accountants. Yeah. Whereas when it's an online business, you have an online community of all different professions and all over Australia and even the world. Mm. And it's a whole other mindset. Like being going from being an employee to then being a business owner is a whole other mindset. And I think that you do need to surround yourself with people that really get it because business takes risk. And I think that people who are in an employment that have a paycheck at a certain time of the month, they know when they're getting paid. There's no risk in that, right? There's, I mean, yes, there is now because of COVID, but in general, like there's no necessary, necessary risk. And so I think that when they, you know, if you're sharing certain things with them, they're looking at it from their perspective of, oh, that's risky, right? Often they will look at it from that perspective of, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that because, you know, it's not as, it's not as comfortable or as certain as what a normal paycheck would be. So yeah, I totally understand. And I get, it's, I feel like it's so important to surround yourself with people that really do get it or on a similar path that, you know, help lift you up and help cheerlead you and help support you along the way. Because without it, you know, you are running it on your own and it can be really difficult. Yeah. But when I first went into my first business, I kind of thought I would just be at home shipping out products. I never even knew that there is an online community. It's a really funny thing because previously to this, I was a florist. So for 14 years, I created amazing things. I could do it with my eyes closed backwards and I loved it. But you, you can feel if it's not going to be your forever job. And I think when you finally make that jump into the business world, the, the community support was just like this amazing, just such a surprise actually. I remember going to one of my first events, the um, Like Minded Bees Brisbane event run by Claire and I went there one time and I I don't know my daughter was only a few months old and it was like there's actually other people out here that are doing what I'm doing like it was just such a weird weird moment now it's just part of life but yeah yeah it's just a funny moment yeah so true and that's literally why I created my events the love what you do collective because you need to find your people like you need to have those people around you and even not only just for that support but I think just for the element of like often when you're in your own zone you're so focused and so tunnel vision that you're not necessarily seeing other ideas or other possibilities. And I think that when you surround yourself with other people that are either a few steps ahead of you or, or at least in business doing, you know, taking similar risks, you're more likely to challenge yourself to do things a little bit differently. And I think that that's really important because business is so all about, you know, in, um, innovating and pushing yourself to reinvent yourself consistently and just showing up differently and learning, 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 learning all the time. <laughs> yeah. And like, with the with communities, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. I want people who are further ahead of me and I want to look at them. And I see people on social media, um, some females posting their revenue goals for the month. I'm like, yes, that is goals. Like there's always this, um, this money talk. Everyone doesn't want to talk about money, but I look at it now. I'm like, Oh my God, I am not jealous, but I want, I'm going to be where you are. And I'm like, absolutely applauding. And you need that community because when you're working in a, um, yeah, your, your safe job. I would never have shouted what I earned from like being a florist. We didn't earn a lot because we're, we're the art sector, but I would never have done it. Whereas now if I hit my revenue milestone, you'll be hearing from me because yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into that. And if you can't celebrate your own success, who else is going to celebrate it? Exactly. It's so important. And it actually helps to impact 
impact, especially women. Like I think there's an element there around like women are really fearful around celebrating their wins because we're so fearful of being torn down or judged or rejected because of it. And I think there's also like, we're almost conditioned not to talk about money, right? It's this thing that we shouldn't talk about it, but it's like, the more we keep it a secret, the more secretive it becomes like, and I want to, I want to celebrate people, right? I'm just like, hell yeah. Like if you like one of another Brisbane entrepreneur here, she's hit 1 million for the year. It's like, hell yeah. It's like amazing. Like be the example. Yeah. And I listened to every single podcast episode. It was like, tell me how because that is like absolute goals. Like, I think it's amazing. And the thing is, is that it literally is conditioning. We're conditioned to not tell our wishes and dreams and our goals. Like if you think I read um, the Denise Duffield Thomas book, and I was only talking about this on my socials yesterday, is that when you make a wish at your birthday party, you can't tell anyone. Yeah. Wow. Why not? So in our household now, since I've read this, we tell each other our wishes. Like my daughter last night wished she could be riding on a riding a unicorn on a rainbow with her whole family. Like, but other times they're normal wishes. Like, and where now that's one of our values. It's like, no, you want a goal. We have vision boards. My girls have started to cut out things. It's like, you want to tell someone. Yeah. Declare it, right? Put it out to the world. Absolutely. You're so right. You're so right. And I think that even like in my old corporate role, like it was actually, you weren't allowed to talk about your income because you know, like for whatever reason, like maybe I wasn't being paid the same as some other, someone else or vice versa. And it's like, it's going to impact. And it's just like, we've got to stop letting that stop us. Like, I think we, the more we talk about money, the less fear and shame that goes along with it. And the, you know, you know, I could talk about money mindset all day, every day, you know me. Um, <laughs> but, but I think that, you know, I love that. And I love to see so many more entrepreneurs sharing their income goals and sharing the reality of it as well. Like, that, you know, that sometimes it's not that you're getting, you know, you may milk, make a million dollars revenue, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what's in your pocket and the yeah. challenges that go along with it and the growth that's happened along the way. And, you know, the lessons and the failures and all of those things along the way, I think is, you know, where we learn the most from people for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I also love when I see how much, um, a couple of posts I've seen recently of people, how much they've invested in themselves. It's like, yes, I've earned this much, but I've actually invested this much. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's really amazing. It's like, well, then that's why you charge what you charge because you have that. It doesn't matter what, what you did in the previous job or if you've only been doing this for a year or whatever. You've invested that amount into you. You must be pretty serious about making an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So good. Amazing. So I'd love to know, is there any other advice that you've been given in the past that you really kind of lean on to support you? Or live by? Um, so... Just keep going. Like it sounds like Dory from the Nemo. Just keep swimming. Um, no, just I'm keep... like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just keep going. Like everything comes in waves. If if you don't dominate whatever you're dominating right now, maybe it's just going to happen in a couple months' time or a couple of years' time. But at some point, you're going to look back on your journey, and you're going to be someone else's inspiration. So to keep going, keep moving. And it literally is just like waves. Everything goes ups and downs. And when you're in the down, you're there for a reason because you've got to go back up. But you have to learn something first. So just keep going, keep doing it. It's totally worth it. Every single tear and happiness and sadness, it's all completely worth it in the entrepreneur journey. I totally agree. And that's such great advice, right? Such great advice that when you are in the low or you are in the dip, that it's like, what do you need to learn to get to that next level? Because 
I believe that they're, you know, we experience those lows and those resistance because of the lessons, right? So for whatever reason, like you may be going through a challenging time right now, but know that what you're learning right now is going to set you up to win in the next stage. And it's without that awareness, without that knowledge, you can't keep going to that next level, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Amazing. Completely. But you have to know that. Yeah. You have to be aware of that that's a process and not just think, oh, this is hard. I hate it. I give up. Yeah. You just have to go, okay, right. This is my little low wave and we're just going to keep going. It's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us more about the Sustainable Shift podcast. Yeah. So this is my little baby. This is something I'm an extrovert. I like talking. And the podcast is my other way to hop into people's earballs and spread the impact. Earballs? Eyeballs? <laughs> Into people's ears, ear holes. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, it's just really passionate. So I, it's only new. So I've only been doing it for about three months now. But I want to be able to inspire our other business owners to just change, even if they don't come on board into the membership, is that they can actually change elements in their business to be more sustainable. So I do a mixture between we've got some beautiful guest experts that have come on and I do lots of solo talking as well. And it's just really to really inspire people. I hope they feel motivated and, and educated because I think that's the biggest thing with being sustainable is education. Mainstream media don't do anywhere near enough of what people need to know. And I think once people are educated, then they can make educated um, actions but it's just not knowing what they don't know so that's my little um, my little soapbox to jump on and to hopefully help inspire people to make some change yeah because I think you like if you're simplifying it and making it much easier for people to understand you know it can be so complex you know I think people put it in the too hard basket whereas if you're you know simple little episodes where you're sharing those educational pieces I think is so important because knowledge is power yeah and it's not just for the big guys like i know lots of people go oh no like to be more sustainable in your business is just for the big guns just for like coca-cola eye roll you can't, can't see the eye roll all these like big brand names that they have their sustainability reports and transparency reports you can do that as well but on a very micro level because there are millions of smaller businesses and us millions we're changing we're, we're voting with our feet and we're changing the way you only have to look at um or the compostable mailers. And so now they're coming in now, eventually Australia Post is going to change because the consumers have voted with their feet and smaller businesses have started to use this. So it's it's just a matter of time before this ripple effect is going to be felt further and further. And now's the time to start doing it. Like why not have some more sustainable elements in your business? Yeah. It's going to attract your customers in the end because especially the millennials, the millennials, the studies on them, they are the biggest green footprint people around there and they are more likely to buy from a um, sustainable ethical brand even if it's more expensive and they will look at your values so if they can they can see your values are really clear and very transparent they're going to go to you rather than the other the opposition mm, so good so good and, and you know like they are going to become the customer base so if you're not tapping into them you're going to be missing out in a very very short time like very soon <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like the United Nations, they have these sustainable development goals that have been around, I don't, you've got to, I don't, can't even remember the year they started, not that long ago, but they're only going to be, the goal is for another 10 years, so 2030. They want every business, government, organisation to be aligned with at least a couple of the 17 goals. Now, why not start that now? 
Like why wait until 2030? Why not be 10 years ahead and have all these amazing impacts that you can start to share and be one of those um, original change makers rather than waiting until it's going to be like an official thing too. Love it. And I am, I absolutely believe that your membership is going to be helping more of those change makers happen, right? So tell us a little bit more about your membership. Yeah. So um, my membership is basically is very similar to the podcast. I really want to inspire, motivate and educate eco entrepreneurs. And we do it in such a beautiful, safe space. We have lots of um, beautiful guest experts come in. We do lots of coaching, live training, and they've got a beautiful eco success journey to give them a really nice ladder um, of how to get from A to B very easily. No overwhelm in here. It's not one of those ones where it's like it's too much information and then again we don't do anything. So the membership is just a really beautiful community of just really heart-centered eco-entrepreneurs. Our, that's like our purpose is bigger. Yeah. Like I like to think of the three P's. So there's um, people, planet, profit. So we're doing it for something bigger than us. It's and right. we're doing it all together. We're joining our hands together. Oh, love it. Amazing, amazing. And your wait list is open for the next round, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So um, if people want to come into the membership, the doors are closed at the moment, but you can definitely pop your name down on the wait list. Um, anyone who is on the wait list always gets access to extra little bonuses when the doors do open. And yeah, you want to be in here. If you want to be a change maker for 2021, this is the spot. Yeah. Amazing. And where do we find you? So come over to Instagram. I'll be hanging out in there. So at Coco Rose Eco. Or if you want to come listen to my podcast, have a look on all the podcast apps for the Sustainable Shift podcast. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all this today with us, Patria. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you and I really appreciate you spending the time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, lovely. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.